Welcome to the CodeCast Podcast. Real-world insights for your daily medical coding and billing processes. And now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CodeCast Podcast. Today, my name is Terry Fletcher. So today we're going to talk about a topic that I was trying to find if I had talked about it in the recent year or two, and I haven't. And actually, it's time because there was some new information that came out, uh, direction, I should say, for Medicare Advantage plans that they have to follow because they haven't been following this rule. And I want to talk about the two midnight rule. So on October 30th, 2015, CMS released updates to the two midnight rule regarding when patient admissions are appropriate for payment under Medicare Part A. And then it also goes into Medicare Part B for the physician because if it's not paid on Part A, then you'll also see denials. So these changes really is about CMS's longstanding emphasis on the importance of the physician's medical judgment in meeting the needs of Medicare beneficiaries. So because of the way Medicare is, the statute is structured, the Medicare payment rates for inpatient and outpatient hospital services differ. Some of you may not know that. So CMS pays acute care hospitals. They pay them under the Medicare Part A program. And it's under the uh, what they call the IPPS system or the Hospital Inpatient Prospective Payment System. CMS sets payment rates prospectively for inpatient stays based on the patient's diagnosis, procedures, and the severity of their illness. Now, in contrast to that, hospital outpatient procedures, or I should say hospital outpatient stays, sorry, called the OPPS, so Hospital Outpatient Prospective Payment System, is paid under the Medicare Part B program, and that's really kind of a hybrid of the prospective payment system and a fee schedule where they um, kind of package costs or payments into a primary service, uh, and it either represents the cost of an item or service or procedure, but it's, it's based on that short stay. So when the beneficiary, Medicare beneficiary, arrives at, the, arrives at a hospital and they need medical or surgical care, the physician or the QHP has to decide whether to admit the beneficiary as an inpatient or treat them as an outpatient. So these decisions have significant implications for hospital payment and the cost sharing for the Medicare patient or Medicare beneficiary. And not all care in the hospital setting is appropriate for inpatient or Part A payment. So how they look at it is that for the two midnight rule, um, and the RAC audits is the one, the revenue uh, recovery audits, this is where this kind of came as an identification of high rates of errors, is that there was a lot of patients that were being put in as inpatients rather than outpatients, and they felt it was a medically unnecessary setting. And so CMS said that the higher frequency of beneficiaries being treated as hospital outpatients and receiving extended observation services wasn't making sense. And hospitals and other stakeholders were expressing concerns about this trend, especially since spent some days spent as a hospital, hospital outpatient, they don't count towards a three-day inpatient stay that is required for, remember, a patient who wants to go to SNF or skilled nursing. You have to be inpatient for at least three days before you can get transferred. Otherwise, the patient's responsible for 50%. So there's all kinds of, you know, hidden issues in this that go beyond just the, the inpatient stay in the two midnight rule. So what CMS did 
is they adopted the two midnight rule for any services. They updated it in 2015, but it started in 2013. So in October, so it's been around 10 years and of, of 2013. Yeah. So this rule established what uh, basically looks like this. So in general, inpatient admissions are payable under part A if the admitting practitioner expects the patient to require a hospital stay that crosses two midnights and the medical record supports that reasonable expectation. It's not appropriate for Medicare part A payment for hospital stays expected to last less than two midnights. So cases involving a procedure identified on the inpatient list only uh, or that were identified as rare and unusual exceptions to the midnight rule. Um, CMS said, okay, we know there's going to be exceptions and they could be deemed appropriate for Medicare Part A, but expect those to probably be under um, appeal if you get a denial. And so as they were getting all this processes and getting the feedback from, you know, the community to figure out how they were going to implement this, um, that's how then they looked back at short stays. Unfortunately, the hospitals um, didn't always agree with what the physician said, and it was just ridiculous. So now they put it in the hands of the physician, and it's their judgment on if a patient, uh, if their hospital stay is expected to go two midnights or longer. And so if the physician, admitting physician, expects the patient to require hospital care that at least leads, um, that expands at least two midnights, then that would be appropriate. And the physician gets to make that um that decision in their medical record and just has to support it. It used to be the hospital was the one that made that decision. And unfortunately it was based on money. Do they, sometimes they were getting paid longer for stays that were outpatient versus inpatient, depending on how many days. Now CMS also says they understand that there are obviously going to be patients who would only be there for one day inpatient. And that's not unusual, but just so you know that the kind of the background on this. So then there was an, an update about the two midnight rule and how it applies to Medicare advantages, advantage programs. So in 2014, Medicare inpatient perspective, when they finalized that rule, I just mentioned, um, inpatient admissions under the Medicare advantage enrollees, they have to have the same access to medical care as they would receive in traditional Medicare. And in April of last year, CMS published a final rule clarifying to MA plans, listen, you have to follow the two midnight rule. It's case by case exception and the inpatient only list. And they weren't doing that. So now they're going to be on positive audits because it was on the OIG work plan. I just saw it the other day. So under the final rule, the MA plan must provide coverage for an inpatient admission when, again, when the physician expects the patient to require hospital care for at least two midnights. And when the physician does not expect that care to cross two midnights, but determines inpatient care is still necessary, again, case by case exception, um, and or when it is on that inpatient only list, they still have to cover it. And the rule, even though it was published in April 2023, this updated rule took effect on June 5th, 2023. Um, and most final policies are now apps, uh, applicable in 2024. And I understand that a lot of the, um, you know, critical access hospitals, obviously inpatient hospitals, they were having a hard time with this because they're saying, wait a minute, we're going to have to, you know, MA plans are saying we're going to have to play, uh, pay a lot more for inpatient admissions. Well, yeah, you are. If it's, if it's something that the physician says, 
that is necessary. And so it's going to be critical that hospitals work with their physicians and their providers to improve your documentation, not only to support the need for the patient to be in the hospital, but now how long you expect them to be there. So you'll need to be um, making sure that the diagnoses, the progress notes, the care is appropriate and necessary because that's going to be looked at when it comes to appropriateness for these, um, you know, these two midnight stays. And the other thing that they talked about with this coverage that now is, you know, something that's permanent in the 2024, not only fee schedule, but also in the rules put in CMS for the, in the final rule for the MA plans is that they, they not only issued guidance regarding implementation, this was on February 6th, so just this last week, but they said that they're required to follow these inpatient data admission criterias and they do not have to follow the two midnight presumption, which relates to medical review instructions with, within traditional Medicare. They must provide coverage when the physician does not expect care to cross two midnights, but still determines inpatient care is still necessary. Um, and again, that's where your physicians are going to come in that you absolutely have to make sure that the documentation is appropriate. Um, United Healthcare came out and said something that, you know, we thought that we just had to go by the national coverage determinations on this. Um, but then they came out, CMS said, no, you actually have to ad adhere completely to the two midnight rule. Um, and if you don't adhere to it, you're going to see a lot of not just denials, but you're going to see a lot of um, issues, especially some of the MA plans are just turning a lot of inpatient days into observation days, and you can't do that anymore. And that also hurts the physicians because physicians are documenting the patient should be in there a couple of days, and the MA plans are saying, no, it's still an observation, which is technically outpatient. And the biggest, un the unfortunate part of that is because they changed the inpatient admission codes, the 99221, the 223 to inpatient and observation, but it's place of service that's going to be a really big deal. And so you have to make sure that you are following that and understand that um, Medicare is also really looking at this because they're finding that patients are not um, responding well when the health plan or the hospital is making the decision on how long they need to stay and they're not following what the physician's decision is on how long they need to stay. So make sure that you also understand in the final rule, the opening paragraph says stays that are shorter than two midnights must be treated and billed as, uh, or they, they talk about, um, they must be treated and billed based on the physician's thought processes as documented. So Medicare has been very clear that one midnight inpatient stays are neither, neither rare or unusual. I mean, I, I was recently in the hospital from an ER stay. I uh, didn't want to be, um, begged to go home the next day. Don't worry. I'm okay. But, um, but it was overnight and they didn't want to put it in as inpatient. They, they wanted me to stay two nights. They were like having a nervous breakdown about it. I'm like, I'm going home. I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm going home. And so it was awful. Um, but the doctor had put that in there and the hospital wanted to change it. And so just know that it's your physician's recommendation, your physician's documentation that is going to allow this to go through. And you, you really need to have understanding and probably a good policy on this written so your doctors understand what uh, is expected of them as far as the documentation, diagnoses, so that if you have to 
uh, send an appeal from an audit. Let's say the hospital didn't follow or the what was supposed to be um, as far as the patient inpatient and you got a denial. It happens with cardiology all the time. Patients typically that go in for a heart cath are outpatient, but then something is found during that cath. They've already signed the consents and they need to stay maybe in a night or two inpatient to midnights so they can do an intervention. The patient's not, you know, it wasn't what they thought. And so a lot of times it was billed as an outpatient when it should have been billed as an inpatient and the hospital billed with a different place of service and it's a mess. And so it's just really important that everyone get on the same page. And if there's a change during the stay, that your physicians understand they have to document that change. Okay, the CodeCast podcast is also brought to you today by the Netflix series, Lincoln Lawyer. Check out season one and two on netflix.com and look for season three to drop fall 2024. The Lincoln Lawyer is based on Michael Connolly's book, The Gods of Guilt. This third season of The Lincoln Lawyer will have 10 episodes. So I hope that was helpful as far as the two midnight rule. Um, we did just have the past, well, a couple weeks ago, but I didn't get to talk about it because I, I'm actually recording a little early. But the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Everybody kind of thought they might. Um, and here we are. So they got back to back. So now I'm, I can say what I need to say. Go Steelers. <laughs> so on to the next season. And uh, baseball season is starting here in a couple weeks. So I'm excited about that. So I hope everyone has a good rest of your week. Make it a great day. And I'll talk to you next time on the CodeCast podcast. For more information on medical coding, billing, auditing, and compliance, including how to hire Terry, follow Terry on Twitter at TerryCoder1 or visit her website at www.terryfletcher.net. Podcast producer Joe Kuzma. Music producer Assassin Music. <laughs>